So many companies don't get this well enough. They think they get it, they think they do it, but they don't do it very well. And the best companies are constantly learning how to do it better. Life experiences that are tangled in leadership. This is the 2120 Podcast. You know, we're just two guys that started a podcast over coffee, talking about some of the things that we learned through leadership and business. And we decided to make a show about it, bringing you the insights and experiences that you can apply in your work and in your relationships. You know, we're just two guys, one conversation and 20 minutes, but we're so glad you're here because passing life lessons on is a gift we can all benefit from. So question for you, or questions for you, I should say. Oh, hit me with multiples. Okay. Yes. Favorite color. My favorite color. Uh as a kid, I guess it was always blue. Because you're colorblind, you can't see other colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a little trouble with blue, actually. <laughs> Favorite car. Favorite car? Mm. Uh, Corvette. Favorite place to eat? Oh, well, that's, I was just telling you about that. That would be Marlowe's Tavern in Orlando, Florida. Favorite um, beer? Favorite beer. Oh, that's a hard one because there's a lot of good ones. But yep. I would say Tank, not Tank Puncher, Juice Factory from Reunion. Okay. I like that too. Um, favorite style of pizza? Favorite style of pizza. You're talking brand or just like the... Uh, the uh, toppings. Well, Let's do toppings. <laughs> Let's just make people laugh because I'm super boring, right? Cheese. I like beef. <laughs> I like just cheese. cheese. cheese beef. <laughs> I, like, I like beef and Canadian bacon. Maybe a little extra cheese is good. Uh, if I had my, kind of depends, but I could name a couple places, you know, but brick is okay. Brick oven fired is good, but it's sure. gotta be, they gotta do it well. Okay. Can't be paper thin soda, soda cracker crust. Gotcha. Okay. Favorite football team? I don't have one. I, college. So it'd be the Iowa. Iowa Hawkeyes. Cause I say you better say Iowa. Yeah. Okay. So who is the best football team? right now college football team yep well it's unanimous that everybody says alabama alabama okay okay so they're the best fair fair yeah i agree are they the best in your eyes maybe i I mean yeah i mean if i'm gonna root for my hawkeyes against them i'm certainly gonna cheer for the hawks for sure i'm gonna expect alabama's probably gonna win that game so our our um Mantra, whatever you want to call it, is to be the best retailer in the eyes and the minds of our customers, our employees, and our business partners. There you the go. The best. I think we are the best, but are we the favorite? I love where you're going with this, and I have to say this because when I hear that, I'm like, you said, in the eyes and the minds, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But what about the heart? Sure. We can add heart. Heart, hearts there too, but I think that's where you started to go. Is yeah, and, and I think that's where favorite comes in. I okay. think favorite ties into heart, right? Um, because I can ask you, you know, what is your favorite pizza, and you and I can go back and forth because your favorite's not my favorite. Like I may want something totally different, but yeah, we somebody can't. might say Casey's Pizza, and I'm going to be like, no, that's completely wrong. It's TJ's Pizza in Claremont, Iowa. Yep, but my opinion, <laughs> my favorite, you're never going to change that. Correct. Like you're never, you're never going to. Oh, maybe you are right. No, this is my favorite. Now, I may eat yours and goes, yeah, yours is pretty good too. But man, mine's still my favorite. And and, he, and here's why. Yeah. You know, 
Iowa Hawkeyes are my favorite football team. Yeah. You know, you, you talk to me about Ohio State. Yeah, they're good, but then they're, they're never going to be my favorite. So we right. can't argue. Like, we're never going to, you're never going to win me over on why Ohio State is is a, a better football team and this and that. I'm like, I'm a Hawkeye. That's, that's you might get somebody to admit they're a better team. Sure. Yeah. They, they may be the best team. Yeah. But they're never, they're not my favorite team. Correct. So why not change your mantra to not, you know, from, from being the best? Because I think we are the best, but now being the favorite. So when I ask someone, hey, where do, you, where do you buy your bike at? Well, my favorite bike shop in Iowa City. Oh, it's Shields? Oh, no, it's downtown Iowa City mm. at blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay, so there's opportunity for me. When we are the best, we provide, we provide <laughs> the best. <laughs> dump this coffee on my head. Uh, we provide the best service in retail, but because of something that happened their favorite bike shop is a different location. So now you take my store, which is this massive location that has a bunch of smaller stores inside of it. Where do you buy your youth shoes? Oh, I love buying my youth shoes at Shields because they're they're the best. Sure. They're my favorite. They're awesome. They're this and they're that. Perfect. Yeah. We have that customer. But then they say, no, I love buying my shoes at Macy's. I love buying my shoes because of like they're my favorite. Like They're just so good. Like mm-hmm. Until I can win them over. So mm-hmm. like we're at a point now where if we are the best, what's going to keep driving us forward? Because when you're not the best, you're chasing the best. Sure. You're, you're trying to catch them. You're trying to do what they do. You're trying to do it better so you can be better than them and pass them and become the best. And if you are the best now, you either become stagnant because you're there, you made it to the, to the top, or you are finding ways to drive forward. And I think with the, changing the focus of if we are the best, how do we become the favorite? Mm. And that's the topic I want to talk about today. That's a great topic. Becoming the favorite. Because, you know, there, there are so many favorites. You can have a favorite. I, my favorite color is black. Okay, yours is blue. You're never going to change my mind. I like blue. It's cool. It's a good color. But I like black. Yeah. Like black's my color. It's my favorite color. You know, and, I, and, I'll, and I'll fight that. Canadian bacon and mushroom is my favorite kind of pizza. Yeah. You're never going to... Uh, I like sausage too. It's good. But if I'm going to order one, I'm ordering Canadian bacon and mushroom. Just real quick, I got to say this though. Canadian bacon and pineapple is a really good pizza. I... <laughs> You're never gonna no. I'm never gonna add pineapple to my pizza. So we I'm gonna make these. We gotta make these shows controversial. Sure. Yeah. That's right. We we'll go back and forth. But I mean, I've had it. But it, I, I just. I, I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna order it. Right. You know. So, how do you change the mindset to become the favorite? What 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 is the number one driving force to change that mindset? Yeah, that's a great question. I think it's people. Um. Okay. So take that a step further. When you say you think it's people, that's. I'll sit and agree and nod my head to that. What piece of people is it though? Is it's, it is it their ability to make you like? Is it their like? If I I see you coming back into my location, oh, I remember that guy. He last time I helped him with a pair of shoes, and maybe you you ask him a question. Hey, how's those shoes working out for? You? Didn't I help you yep. out with those? Uh, you know, six months ago or whatever. If you're really good, like I don't know if that's possible, but maybe. Yeah. So it's that ability to recognize and make that person feel valued, like. Like if one of your values was we make you feel valued or we make our customers feel valued, that'd be powerful, right? Sure. Yep. No, yeah, it's, it's changing the mindset of what, we, what, like what we're doing. Like our goal is to be the best. Our crew knows this. Like this is, this is our number one priority. But now we're going to change the mindset to being the favorite. And that's going to require even more. You know, even more from a standpoint of 
not just nailing it with 10 customers, but nailing it with 20 customers and 30 customers. And on a busy yeah. weekend, it's 100 customers. It has to, you have to nail it every single time. Every time. And because the, 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 the difference is that that one customer that comes in for the first time and their favorite bike shop is downtown Iowa City or downtown whatever that town is, and we nail it, we maybe win them over a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, and they go, hmm, I like my downtown bike shop, but that was pretty damn good too. I like that. And I think that is a great subject or a great a great analogy because I think that is so true is you may not supplant them. It, you be, become number one, but you may move up into that number two spot. Oh, for sure. And uh, that that's a big change right there because when people have their eyes opened, when you you come in with a certain expectation, what, what could a, this retailer, you know, this large retailer possibly do like, because specialty shops are where it's at, right? Specialty shops, they got the experts, they've got the know-how, they've got the personalized service. You're not going to have to walk a mile to come in from a parking lot. All of these things that make a specialty shop great. And, and when they do that well, like they're, like they're winning. Okay. They're leading in that area. But when you can offer that same experience, plus get this, grab that while you're also here, um, this is where years ago I was working for a small retail shop. Uh, in fact, I'll, I'll tell a little bit more about it. It was a photography store. When I was a high schooler, uh, that was my graduation gift. At Christmas of my high school senior year, we went to Photo Pro. It was in Lindale Mall in Cedar Rapids, down by the Sears. None of this stuff exists anymore, right? Mm-hmm. It's all gone. So we go in there, and it was this packed store. I mean, to the ceiling, packed with stuff, this small little space. I got great service from an expert there. But one of the things that happened shortly after we bought that camera is the owner of PhotoPro moved it outside of the mall up by the Best Buy building because he knew something had to change because what they were seeing was this, the mall was dictating the hours that they had to be open. So if the big big stores at the end, like Penny's, Yonkers, Sears, were going to sure. be open, they had to be open yep, certain days. Yonkers. Um, so, so there was other things too, you know, their rent was high or, or whatever it was. So by moving into a small store, they called it a destination store. So you're going to come here because of this, this, or this. And that worked for them. That helped them grow. They had more space. They could do a lot more things than they could do in this little store. Um, at the same time, like it's, it's the opposite saying like with, with what you're talking about in your store is you're creating those little destination stores in one big space yeah. we do have experts and in fact you guys probably do something that specialty stores never get which is you're putting on these universities mm-hmm. and you're teaching things like i was never taught sales sure but every day what did yeah but i never had any professional sales training i never had deep dive it was kind of expected on us to know and on our own well how did we learn information well we played with it we 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 experimented we used the equipment when we could otherwise we were going off of magazines or other people that were telling and teaching Mm -hmm. stuff and on occasion a rep would stop by and show us a new cool gizmo sure but we never had what you guys do sure we would have been incredibly successful i think had we done that i I can't imagine how much better i would have been yeah i mean it's it's a piece of the, the puzzle you know i would love to question some of our part-timers that leave us. I mean, we have, we have part-timers that in our company started part-time and now they're running stores. Like mm-hmm. they're the, the head guy, the boss, um, or gal, um, leading the, the entire team started off part-time. But 
I would love to ask the part-timers that do leave us just for something else, what was your favorite part-time job? Because in, in my life, I had two. I mowed lawns for the high school, and basically I worked, I worked for Shields, and now I'm one of those guys that's now you know doing other things. But Shields has been my, well, I, should, I shouldn't say that. My favorite part-time job was mowing lawns. Like that was an awesome job on a lawn mower, getting a great tan, my own hours, like just living the dream, right? But Shields has been my favorite part-time job because it turned into a full-time job because of opportunity. Sure. I think that's where you nail it. That's where you find out if you're if you're going to be able to become favorites. If you do it for your associates, your customers will naturally get those experiences too. If you if your crew enjoys what they're doing, they love what they do. This is their favorite part-time job. They're going to do more for you. They're going to do better by you with, with that customer. And so I think, you know, you, the customer's number one. Sure, slogans say that. I've seen billboards that say that. But your associates are number one. Your customers are number two. You know, your associates, if, if you take care of them, they will always take care of you, which then turns into them taking care of customers. Matt Fippen, I think... You might be coming around to something here. <laughs> What's that? Because <laughs> because uh, maybe a year ago, you and I were discussing the difference between you know customer experience, employee experience. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was me sitting across me saying employee experience has to come first. Oh, so so you're saying that you're you're <laughs> I'm teaching gloating. Me stuff. I'm gloating yeah. just a little. Yeah, maybe that maybe that was. And I think you know at the, at the time you know it was it was true then and it's true now. But you know when. You truly take care of your employees, and they love what they do. They enjoy what they do. They will work harder for you, which means when you put them in front of a customer, you don't have to worry about it. They're going to be great. You know what? Man, there's so much we could unpack over and over with this, but but all of those things are so important. It is just creating that that environment where people have an opportunity to do what they do best every day. If, If you could give them that. And you could give them freedom, and you weren't trying to control them all the time. You like, there's some places that say, just do this, yeah. <laughs> read the script, do it this way. It's a, everything's a transaction. Well, you might be sitting on a racehorse uh, or multiple racehorses that you're just containing. You're keeping them kind of cooped up or on a leash. Yeah. And you know, when you unleash unleash people into the what they do best, like suddenly they have that opportunity to really shine and grow. Yeah, you know, to give you credit too, like a, a year ago, my my whole mentality has kind of changed too because you know I was under like I, I, I felt if we hired you for the job you just need to do the job mm-hmm. but then I, I found out as I gave you know my control up to other people that sometimes they don't understand the job they don't truly know what they got hired for right they don't see potential and 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 and, and want you and want to you know unleash that potential so it comes back to you know, pouring into these people and giving them more, showing them more. And when you do that, they feel like they're, they're more part of the team. They have more responsibility. They have more ownership. And then they take what you're trying to do and they run with it. Um, you know, the, the job security of as long as you teach, you always have a job. Yeah. You know, there's always somebody that's, that's there willing and ready to learn. Don't assume they already know. Don't assume they get it. Make sure they get it. Show mm. them. Show them how to get it and, and, and do the job. And I think that's where people start winning and start falling in love with the, the part-time job mm-hmm. because it turns into a part-time career mm-hmm. where it's not just a job. It's not just a, oh my alarm just went off. Now I have to go to work today. No, I'm gonna hit snooze three more times and then I'll get up and then I'll go to work. It's they're literally jumping out of bed because they're excited to come to work that day. That's when you know you have them. 
and you you've done what it, it it takes to to make them successful because they're ready to come in they want to come in and they show up at nine o'clock when they don't have to be here till nine fifteen or nine thirty because they're ready to go they're they're excited for that that's how you get that long term customer buy-in of this is my favorite store because of these people mm-hmm. you know i you know you look at our store and what we sell you can buy our products online other retailers you, you can get them you can get them other places you don't have to come to my store to, to get them but i i hope if we do it right they come to us because of a favorite associate you know, I think of, we have a guy, his name's Matt, he's a cashier for us, and uh, he's fantastic. And I was down working registers last week in that area, and we opened the doors, and literally the first five customers that came in, three of them said, hey, Matt, good morning, how are you? Wow. Like, they, they've had experiences with Matt, they've been in our store multiple times, but because what Matt does on a day-in and day-out basis, people wait in his line to go see Matt. People will say hi to Matt when he walks in because Matt makes a, a great experience for you. Like Matt makes the favorite in their eyes because of what Matt does. You know, it's 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 those people that we need more of. And I don't, you know, I he's superhuman. You know, he just he's the same person. He doesn't have highs and lows. He's consistent. It's always awesome, Matt, every single day. He's a great person to find. He's a great, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's one of those that. You never want to lose, and yeah. you'll do whatever it takes to keep, to keep him here. And you, you need to do that through appreciation, and because sometimes it's that's all he needs is just to feel like he's appreciated. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, when those three people walk in, literally the first ten minutes, and it's hey Matt, good morning Matt, hi Matt, like it's holy crap, he's doing it for us. So then it's the who's next, like who else on our team can could be that next Matt, you yeah. know? And then you find them, and you 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 deal with you deal with that, and you give them more and they're the next man and it just slowly just transitions down the road but um yeah i think we're completely changing i'm completely changing the kind of my focus because i think we do a pretty darn good job when in the whole grand scheme of things i think we are the best in a lot of categories but we're not the favorite you know we still have people going other places to get what they need when we have it here yeah we got to find a way to be that favorite you want to be the best in the the eyes and in the minds and you have to be in the heart also. This is so important. Uh, the thing that I love about what you're just talking about, the thing that, that energizes me and lights my fire so much when I'm working with clients is, is when we can tap into the people side of things. Human potential, human behavior. Okay, so human potential. What are your talents? What, are your, what do you bring to the table? Where are you passionate? And then we optimize those teams by figuring out how do we plug them in together right. Okay. Human potential, human behavior. This is my, I love it. When everything that you just were describing there is culture and it's a strategic decision that Shields is making that we want to be the best in these areas. You are looking now, you've created a culture within your company where you're looking for more mats, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And, and as you find them, you want to recognize them, um, uh, and develop, you know, and he may choose to leave to pursue a dream that's in his heart. Sure. But during that time that you have him, like help him get wherever he wants to go. The power of, of people and relationships moves you into that favorite spot, but it is culture and it's driven. I, it's powered by your values, right? Your yeah. personal values, your organization. Like so many companies don't get this well enough. They think they get it. 
they think they do it, but they don't do it very well. And the best companies are constantly You know, when we first started recording today's session and you were saying, you know, we can be the best or we can be the favorite. I think that's a really cool idea. In uh, Simon Sinek has always, um, I shouldn't say has always, but he wrote a book on, called The Infinite Game where he's talking about there's no winning in business. I, I mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. You're either in the front or you're behind. And he uses the example of Disney versus, say, Universal Studios. One of them's in the front. Oh, yeah. Right? So, so one moves into the front. The other one looks at it and goes, what are they doing? What, what are we going to do? What's our counterpunch? So then they elevate and they take the lead for a while. Well, the other one isn't just going to sit on their hands and go, well, they beat us. You know, we're just guess we're just going to be number two. No, they're sitting around in rooms spending money trying to figure out what are we going to do to enhance the experience? What are we going to do to draw more people, better people, you know, to work for us? That's going to draw more people. Yeah. And once you have them, you know, never give them the option of looking somewhere else. You know, because I think money can can be that little carrot that, oh, I could get paid more over here doing this. Okay, but are you going to be happier over there? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be okay with losing every awesome associate that you, you have working around you, the team that you have to go over work and work for them? Because I think the grass isn't always greener. You've, you, I mean, you've heard that analogy where people for have sure. ejected, gone to other things and gone, oh, I'm getting paid so much more, but I, I, hate, I hate my life right now. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, It sucks right now. Yeah. I want to come back. Perfect. Come back. Like mm-hmm. we're here. Let's, let's, let's go. But, you know, the, the end goal will be never give your great associates a reason to leave. I think that's a good goal. Yeah. They may have that they may have that desire on their oh, own. Oh, for sure. Like, like, yeah. I think everybody I think everybody sees that that carrot and go, "Oh, I mean, I have had it before where someone has come in, recruited you and said, "Hey, you come work for me. I could give you this. I could give you that." Oh, it sounds great. It mm-hmm. sounds it sounds luxury, you know, this this house on a lake and there's <laughs> I see my boat and all this stuff. They're right. going to give me this, but, the, but I I'm not going to pass what I have up here to go do that. So, you know, at the end of the day, if you remove all the fact that you don't need to leave, you have everything that you need right here and we're going to take care of each other. You know, and a big piece of that for somebody like me would be show me your future. Yeah. Help me see the future. Like, cause I'm, I'm futuristic. So I'm going to, I'm going to be creating my own future. And any time that I've ever had a manager that has worked with me to ask me instead of tell me what their version of my future, if you tell me what my version or your version of my future is, mm-hmm. I'm going to check out. Yeah. And I've done it. If you ask me, like, what do, what's in your heart? What do you really want to do? Where do you want to go with this? Like, well, listen, I'm glad you asked because I've been thinking. I'm not stirring. I'm not necessarily looking. But there's something here that I really want to chase down. Can that be here? And maybe what, what I think as the employee, I may be looking at going, ah, I don't see that path here. You know, or it's going to be too long and my urgency is high, <laughs> whatever. Yep. My impatience is high. Um, but if I have that great manager like you and you could sit down and say, OK, let's talk that through, because let me tell you my story. Here's what here's what happened. And I see a path that could work for you. Here's what you're going to need to know to get there. I would love to help, you know, mentor you and help you get there. Mm hmm this can be a two way street. I'm going to, you know, I can open it up for you and show you, but you're also going to have to invest. And that doesn't mean that you just, you know, if you're just going to come in and do the eight hours or the, whatever the, the, the shift is, but you're not working to improve outside of here, mm, we're going to do an okay job, but I want to see what you've got, you know, like how, how bad you want it. 
what are you sure. willing to do? For sure. Well, we should probably end there. All right. I'm Jim. I'm Matt. We'll catch you next week. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the 2120 Podcast. Hey, everyone, this is Jim. And Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help us fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.